What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease. Ease Ease.com, promo code HAM. EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number. Oh, we love Sleep Number. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. Biggest sale of the season. Now to the segment. The Raiders were playing a game in Winnipeg, and we didn't expect anything, John. Actually, we did expect something. We expected the starters to play. You know, like Aaron Rodgers. You heard of him. The people in Winnipeg expected that, too, because they paid money to go to the game. Some people did, at least. Um, And, you know, they're just basic things you expect when you watch a football game. Like, I expect it to be in a 100-yard field. I have never even imagined that I would watch NFL teams. I, if you had told me, well, here are the options. Uh, we could play it on 80-yard field. I would have said to you, well, they're not doing that. They're definitely just going to cancel the game. But that's not what they did. They played. They moved up the uh, pylons, and they played on 80-yard field. I don't, even, I, don't know, I don't even know if I have the energy to talk about this. I, I, I don't really, just because I, 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 I left it all out on the field last night. <laughs> it, it, it's it's easily one of the let's most inspire let's inspire each yeah, other. Yeah, it's one of the most embarrassing nights I remember for a game situation that I ever remember in the NFL. And, and to me, but the, John, what about other fields that have been bad? What about other games that have been? Canceled? I'd say here's the major difference: is the Mexico City one. They they know they're playing with fire there. Like that's not that shocking to them. And what did they do? They pivoted easily. They just fucking played the game in LA. It wasn't that big a deal. You know, they're like, okay, we can't play there. Boom, we're in L.A. Why? Because the league runs it. Uh, the, the Canton, Ohio thing, it's kind of a unique deal. They play there every year. The field was fucked up. They didn't play it. What did they do, remember? They, all the players lined up. I think it was Rodgers that year, and they were signing autographs. They made it like a cool thing. It sucked, but I thought the league pivoted pretty well. You know, because don't you remember them kind of walking around? They're, what could you do once you cancel the game? You just have the players fuck with the kids, and it was cool. I mean, as cool as it could have been. Shitty situation. But they play every year in this weird stadium. Whatever. The only reason, guy, the only reason they were in Canada was because of the Raiders. The Raiders chose to go there. We found the article last night. They say 500, let me repeat, $500,000 to go play a game in Canada. Winnipeg, 
I, I don't. Is that on the West Coast? East Coast? I don't, I don't even fucking know where it is. Neither did that one guy from the Raiders who had the wrong Winnipeg <laughs> shirt on. So you pl- he had Manitoba. It was supposed to be Alberta or the. Vice and then Rosa. it was a double whammy. One, the field was very sketchy. Is that like going to Pittsburgh, California, and claiming Pittsburgh, PA? Probably. How dare you? Probably. That's a good one. But they they go there. The, the most basic, like, fundamental part of CFL is their fields are a different size. I was texting with our buddy uh, Travis Brown, played at Fresno State, who's now coaching in the CFL. He's like, yeah. Was, he laughed because I, I took, like, a – I took an Insta story of a touchdown that scored at the 10-yard t- line. It was funny. And he's like, yeah, I was wondering, like, how what they're going to do. Our dimensions are different. Obviously, the end zones are famously longer, right? The, the goal post is, like, seven yards in, and I think the end zone is 20 yards. Maybe it's 18 yards, whatever. But the field is also wider. So the fields right. are... It's not like, well, we're going to go play a game, uh, uh, a FIBA game in Spain. Well, the only difference, guys, dimensions are the same. The three-point line is either farther or shorter or whatever. It's like, and the lane has a different shape. That's like a subtle difference. The actual dimensions of the rectangle are the same. So they had to mess with it. And clearly, the one thing you'd say, well, what are we going to do about the hole? in the middle of the end zone, which was a massive problem. And the thing that I thought was interesting was, was Gruden just refused to like take the L. He blamed them. He said they refused to play. We thought it was good. It's like, John, there was a fuck. Wait, 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 wait. They refused to play on a 100-yard field. Yeah, they refused to play on the normal field. We were okay with Of it. course they refused to play on a 100-yard field. There's a hole in the end zone. I know. Well, John thought it was stable enough, and they thought no fucking way. Of course, but so that's like, John, are you being that big of a company man on this one? There was a legitimate hole in the field. No one really argued it. Even the NFL came out and said, yeah, we thought it was good yesterday. Today, we didn't feel as comfortable with it. Like, you guys played a real game where you were charging people the cheapest price to get in was $72. Then the starters, the Packers benched 33 players. Pretty clear Derek was going to play. They scratched that. Like, you embarrassed the Packers. You drugged the Packers into your clown show. So you embarrassed the league which I, I can't imagine the league was super happy about it today because they're taking a bunch of unneeded criticism over nothing. Like You guys signed up for this. You were the ones that wanted to play at the Giants Stadium. You guys are the ones that fucking wanted to come to Canada. It's your fucking problem. You know? I mean, Kroenke, whether we set it up or Kroenke set it up, they went to Hawaii, no issues. Boom. Played a game in Hawaii, come home. Right? <laughs> you know why? Yeah, I saw Because Hawaii a, has a normal-sized field, guy. They, the college team plays on the goddamn field. The, uh, there was a local article in Winnipeg, columnist, and essentially what he wrote was, I mean, he was pretty angry. His column was pretty angry. I only got to read like three or four paragraphs because then it wanted me to give him an email. But it was basically, I, my guess is at some point in the article, he probably should have said if he didn't, and he might have, there should be refunds handed out because this is a jo- this was absolutely, it's offensive to the consumer that I, that I pay to come to this because if you'd canceled the game, I would have got a refund. Now, you could argue why you're going to this game to begin with. But you cancel the game, I get a refund. I should get a refund. I did not watch a football. This is not. Here's the other thing. This is not like outreach. If that was outreach, it failed, right? International outreach. Utter failure. I didn't get to see Aaron Rodgers. Like, because here's one thing you know. Yes, I'm buying preseason tickets. But I know when I buy preseason tickets for the third game, there's a chance I'm going to see starters. So that's part of the promise when you buy tickets for that. Especially, for guy, the game was on Thursday night. So if you were thinking, like, you're on the fence, 
and you're kind of following, especially the Packers, you go, God, they're planning on playing Aaron Rodgers. They were talking that way like Monday, Tuesday. So you go, okay, I'll pay the, I'll take my kid, $200 tickets, whatever. And then I get there and that happens. You're right. Not only do I deserve uh, a refund, I deserve a fucking apology. And the league should make the Raiders like release a public apology. I, and people are going to be, I'm, how do, I, I'm serious. I don't understand like, how people on Twitter defend this one. Like, I don't get I got a ton of DMs from Raider fans. They were like middle cough. I can't believe the shit you're taking on Twitter. This is a joke. This is a, and, and a couple guys were like, I'm, I'm a Raider fan and I had to change the television. I, I got a lot of DMs. Good, like good. That. Then let's not even focus on the others. No, because I think that. it's booger eating losers that are just looking for a fight. Like that, there is no way around it. That was hey, why are you picking on us? I, I'd say it's one of the biggest. John, there was a touchdown scored at the eight yard line, yeah. at the ten yard line. Somebody scored a touchdown. It's it's the biggest. It might be a top five Raider moment in my career of being around them. Might be one. You could argue it was one. Just given like the other team said, what the fuck? No. And then and then for them to kind of be defensive about it. Like is that was that a fireable offense? I mean, that's pretty bad, guy. Well, how, the other part is like, how is this? How is Thursday the first time anyone goes? You know what? We're not playing on this. What I wonder if you're the league, people are like, Middlecoff, you're just, you're just going after him. How, how can you possibly feel good about them moving? Like, they, they can't, well, ha- they can't handle happen. basic shit, guy. They just can't do basic things. They struggle with everything, non-football-wise. And I tweeted this. I feel bad for Gruden. Gruden's in a tough spot. Definitely Mayock and the players. They deserve better than this. This is, I, this is my Mark Davis statement. I, I hold no ill will for the football management and definitely the players. They deserve better. That's a that's a slap in their face. But that is an all-time operational embarrassment last night. That 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 is that defines why everyone picks on the Raiders cuz they do shit like that. <laughs> I mean it's it's incredible. Even I and I follow a bunch of Packer people like Aaron Nagler and then just a bunch of people that follow the Packers were like this is insane. Our a fucking guy our first round pick is dropping. What what are we doing for a life scrimmage with the Raiders? What the fuck is going on here? Packer Packer people were hot. As they should be. Yeah. Because, t- like, their thing is like, well, yeah, 33 guys didn't play, but a bunch of dudes did play. And what if you're one of those guys and you step in a hole? I saw a good tweet. I liked it last night. I have to go look. It, it was basically from an, the Sports Center producer, and he tweeted, he tweeted, Packer fans. I don't want to fucking ruin the tweet. I don't know. If, okay, this is a good one. This guy run. This guy's the main producer, I think, for SVP. Packer fans okay. getting a look at what it's like when the NFL fundamentally disrespects your organization. So he's basically saying they got drug in. The way I read that is the team they give a fuck about the least, the Raiders. Right, they just got scheduled to play a weekly. Yeah, I mean, they, they could have easily been scheduled to play, like, right, the Steelers or whatever, and they would not have ever known this. But they got scheduled this, so they're like, okay, where are we playing? Because they were either coming to Oakland, they say, no, you actually get to go to meet us in Saskatchewan or Winnipeg or wherever the... Saskatchewan and Winnipeg, the same thing, are those separate places. Uh, so you just, One of our Canadian yes, listeners. Sorry. So meet them up there, and the Packers had to see firsthand who are, you know, you'd say the Packers are a first-class citizen in the league, obviously, the way they rate, the, what they mean to the league. Despite being a small, small little market, they are treated, they're one of the Yankees, right? They, they just get, mm-hmm. they get that treatment right there with the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Steelers, the Patriots. Like, they are, 
The league will throw them and Rodgers, fucking they'll ride them to the, to the promised land. The Raiders are the last team they think about. Literally the last team. Because it's a double whammy. One, they have no money and the league has to hold their hand. And two, they suck all the time. Like You'd be like, well, the Bengals... Yeah, the Bengals have been good. Like I've seen them a lot on Monday Night Football over my adult life. <laughs> I've seen a lot of Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton games. Well, and they've had one executive that runs the organization well for a long time. Marvin Lewis. Oh, Mike Brown. Well, yeah, I mean, he's... He, you got to give him some I mean, that, yeah, See, they, that's my reaction, too. Like, I used to make fun of them, but it's like you can't deny they're competitive every few years. They draft good players. I mean, well, I used to think that well, same way re- about them. Well, here's the thing. It's really Cleveland and the Raiders, but Cleveland is just staying in Cleveland. So they're not doing a bunch of weird shit. So you just they just play their games in Cleveland, whatever. Maybe they're on at 10 a.m. for all season. But they're, they're just staying in Cleveland, and their owner has a bunch of money. Now, whether he stole that from – you know, white collar, you know, white collar crime, whatever. That's questionable. But you just, they just stay there, and they just play games in Cleveland, and most of the time they suck. The Raiders are always like suing the league, trying to move to like seven different places. They have all these ideas about doing things that are just off the wall, and people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then you drag the Packers. You drag the Packers last night. Who I watched uh, Lafleur's press conference. Two things I red flag him because he's already a little uptight, high tent. Like he just Matt, calm down, buddy. But he was clearly pretty mad at the way this all played out, and he was pissed off. Just that they ultimately had to play, and I don't blame him. Like you did fly there, so you want to get something out of it, but then you can't put your players in harm's way, and then you actually lose a player who's your first rounder. Just a shit show, guy, and it just. You couldn't have that shit show without the Raiders. Like, they define the shit show. Like, that's, this is not, hey, hey, Raider diehard fan, if you're mad at me, right? This is not an agenda or anything. These are just facts. Like, this is just the truth. I, again, you should feel bad for your players. You should demand well, more. By the way, Mort, part of the conversation with Rusilla was Mort saying they didn't have the money to play. This is not new news, but he's reiterating, said this thing that's been argued. They didn't have the money to pay Khalil Mack, basically. Because you had to have $90 million on hand. And he also said, like, they didn't get... The, the actual cash they gave to Antonio Brown, they gave him a million dollars. They're giving him other money. And like he says, scheduled payments. Like, we have, we have scheduled payments, for example, for the ads. And the way their ad cycle payment goes. So if I'm, let's say, just do basic math. If I'm... If I spend... If I need to spend $10,000 right now, because I know I'm getting a $10,000 check... Well, if I'm not getting the $10,000 check till October 1st and I spend it on August 23rd, I got a problem, right? I have that money coming to me, but I don't actually have the money now. And that's always been the Raiders' problem is because of all the teams in the league, their only revenue source is the money the league gives them. And the league doesn't just cut, and they do it on a payment plan, right? You get, it's probably pretty incredible, even if it's like, Five payments of fifty million dollars. Like, whoa! Right, that was a sweet direct deposit. But <laughs> if you're Jerry's, like, has all these other revenue streams. It's like, well, for me, if I needed the ten thousand, well, I got the Coward Podcast, got the Athletic stuff, got a bunch of other revenue. Or you, you're calling games, you got Pack Twelve. If you only have the one revenue stream, it's just basic, basic fucking math. If you're a human and you're on salary, if you make a hundred thousand dollars, your payments never change. Now, if you're a worker and you got, well, I got two rental properties, so I got these checks guaranteed every month. I got this stock investment that pays me usually around 8% every month, and I got my money. Well, then you got three or four revenue streams. That's basically what an NFL organization is. 
These are not the conversations Raiders. that happen in the NFL. No, because everyone has an unlimited amount of money. These are baseball conversations. Right? Well, but we're not used to having these in football. But in but in, in, in baseball, when you have these conversations, guess what the fans, guess who they get mad at? They don't get mad at the media who tells them their team doesn't have money. They get mad at their owner for not spending money. Well, think, That's who they get mad th- at. Think about this. Right? Yeah, 100%. If, if you needed, like... If you made $100,000, you're a married man, you live in San Francisco. Your cash reserves would be nowhere near if I was your neighbor and I was also a married guy, but I made $3 million a year. Who would be able to save up more cash, you know, over like a five-year period of time? I would have, if I was not an idiot, infinitely more money if I was able to, let's just say, bank $200,000 a year in my savings account. By five years, I'd have a million bucks where you might have like, $5,000 $5,000 where it's just Jerry has all the like Apple. Why do they, why are their cash reserves so high? Well, cause they're, they're making so much goddamn money on like 10 different platforms. Jerry's making, it's Jed's the same way. The Levi's deal guarantees him 20 a year. His sponsorship deals are at another 10, his season tickets, boom, boom, boom. And you're like, fuck that's before the two fifty. So I'm already at a owning your own, owning your stadium is part of what you're talking about. Well, that's why the, the, the Raiders will tell you why we had to go to Vegas. And even more said, well... The, they might they might be right. The problem is they're already so far in the hole because they're coming with nothing. So they have no extra money. They're actually in the hole because they had to spend so much. Then they owe the league money over a 10-year period of time to move. They owe the big nut on the separate from the 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 money that the... Uh, that the city gave them. So it's like, it's not like they just, Oh, we'll just cut a couple checks. We'll be even. And then boom, we'll start cashing checks. Like it's not going to be when you're super poor and you overextend yourself. Even if someone gives you a little loan, it's, it's still difficult. You know, that they have to be for it to crush in Vegas Two things: You're going to have to be good so that they're going to need to be good for people to give a fuck. We've seen that just probably in any market, but definitely a new market. And two, like, where have they ever proven they know what they're doing when it comes to generating cash? They, they, they've proven over and over they're shitty at it. The one time they did something well was this Vegas thing, and it turns out, well, Jerry fucking held their hand. Jerry was the guy that called Bank of America when it fell through. So it's like, does Jerry going to have time when he's dealing with Zeke and Rocky and Cabo to hold Mark's hand in two years when it's like, well... You know, so as someone tweeted me, it's so ideal. That of course, they got Allegiant Airline to be their sponsor. You know, of all the fucking, all the major companies in America, they probably did because that's an easy one for them. Well, Jerry probably would have gone after like, who'd he get? AT&T. I don't know. You just, it's just very Raiders already. Wait till Jerry put that deal together and then is practicing in Napa. Yeah, I just think that, and this is where I get back to, I, I, it's just what an uphill battle that Derek has to climb as a starting quarterback for the Oakland. Well, honestly, and 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 Gruden and Mayock. So basically, what Mortensen said is like, I think John knew what he was getting into, but then immediately figured out like we, especially once the Donald money come, like John, we don't have. Imagine if well, Khalil now knows at minimum it's eighty-seven million dollars. So we have to cut a check the moment we sign him. Now, it doesn't all go to Khalil, but it goes, some goes to escrow. Well, if we don't have that money, it's like, John, we don't have that money. Well, when's the money coming? Well, we have zero, you know, we make nothing off season tickets. We have no money from the stadium. The league check comes in like three weeks, so can we hold it out? And John's like, well, that'll be week three. So are we going to play these two games? Or we might as well just cut loss right now. That's kind of what he did, I think, 
when you look back why it happened. Now he, yeah. I'll give him credit. I guess when someone pays you a hundred million dollars, you might as well just take it on the chin. Like it was my choice. Build the team. As everyone like. Has anyone ever said, like, yeah, I think, you know, trading Khalil Mack, that was the right move. Like, no one's really said that. Because one thing's clear, that even if they would have had Khalil Mack, they, they could have basically done everything they did this offseason. Now, the one thing they wouldn't have had was just that extra first-round pick. But they could have still traded Amari during the season if they were playing shitty. And so they still could have got Antonio Brown. They still could have got Trent Brown. They could have done all these moves. But they, they had a lot of money. They, they weren't paying that many people. And I'm pretty sure on the Antonio Brown thing, that especially this year, the Steelers, like that 19, whatever his dead cap is or his cap number, the Steelers took a hit on some of that because they had paid it out kind of like Odell Beckham to the Browns. Because once you pay the bonus, you incur the hit no matter what. That's why it's like you never want to pay a guy and then trade him the next year. That's No one I wants to do that. Because you've already spent most of the yeah, money on him. Yeah, you give him the bonus. So you either... This, the second year is kind of the low cost year. Yeah, you trade like the Chiefs. If they were like, well, worst case, we just got to keep D Ford. Well, then you can't pivot next year and trade him. So you just trade him now. Because under no circumstances, once you sign him, you're just kind of in bed with him. A good organization for a couple years. Right. That's why the Belichick move and Roseman move and uh, the Niners are good at this. That you, you can only sign a contract. Like, you once you do sign a relative, any contract over like 25 guaranteed, you are with this player at minimum for the two or three years, right? Like, it was clear, like, the Dolphins, by year one, you're like, eh, the Dominican Sioux is not quite what we thought, but we got to write it out. <laughs> it's just like, this, we're just going to make it work for a couple Yeah, years. even if he's barely replacement level, well, from here on out, that cash is actually replacement level that, That's where, like, Rosillo was asking more, because you, while you don't owe him any more money, in terms of, like, you can get out without paying it, don't because you've paid him already $7 million, you want to make sure that this is the right thing, you know? Yeah, well, that's where if he plays 16 games this year, that's almost double as many games as he's played in his entire career. Well, that, that's where, like, starts. with Derek, now under this contract, this will be his third year under the deal, so you'll have a bigger body of work. That's the thing about Jimmy. Like, his body of work is just small. Derek, I, I'm really starting to think, and I know Lewis has been talking about this, I, I think Derek's going to play pretty well this year. I just like the way he kind of, it's just his confidence in his play. I and I think they're going to be much more balanced running the ball. I actually believe in the offense. It's going to be pretty good. Assuming that Antonio is just Antonio and doesn't quit or something in the middle of the year. Right, right. Because they just they are a pretty talented guy. They, their offensive line, the Josh Jacobs gets good. I mean, Jalen Rashard. Do you know Jalen Rashard has averaged 64 catches his three years? That's your backup mm-hmm. running back who's really good. And then DeAndre Washington's pretty solid. Their receivers are good. I think they could be pretty good on offense. Now, they're one, they, I mean, they have a massive kind of question mark that their left tackle, there's a chance he's not that good, right? And they, like, their first two weeks, he Colton Miller goes up against Bradley Chubb and then Frank Clark. So, if he, let's just say he actually isn't good, he, he could just ruin their entire plans. Like, if those guys have, let's say, like, 10 pressures through two games and, mm-hmm. and four sacks, where Derek's just running, throwing the ball away, you could just he, he could ruin everything. But that's a great. That's I think why you overpay Trent Brown. So you go okay. So we'll go into this game. We'll just always put a tight end over there to help him. Did you, by the way, when Trent Brown was talking to AB and Hard Knocks? Do you remember that scene when he came back? Where you realize like, well, just seeing Trent Brown next to other people that are professional football players is pretty eye opening. Big dude. 
he is so humongous. And then he walks away and he's standing next to Richie, and he's a head taller than Richie. He's massive. I mean, he is so freaking massive. Pretty nuts when you just see the physical human. That guy went in the seventh round. It shows you how many red flags he had coming out. Because you'd be like, well. And he's on his third team. And he's on his third team. Like, can you imagine if third he was just. Four, yeah, yeah, third, third. team. Just. If, let's just say he was a good guy and just kind of tried a little harder than I think people thought. How does that guy make it past, like, the second round guy? Well, he doesn't. No. He doesn't make it out of the first. Pretty wild. All right, some other NFL headlines. I, I, really uh, quick on him. Uh-huh. He can make Kyle and Belichick look a little wrong if he goes on to have a dominant career with the Raiders, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think he's kind of headed that way. I'm actually think, I'm kind of buying. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I, I think he's going to be pretty good. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.